Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome to the Discerning Gamer Podcast. Your premium destination for all things gaming culture. We have the latest in gaming news, reviews of the hottest new games, discussion and analysis of the games of yesteryear. When you're short on time and need your gaming fix, look no further than the crew who know their master chief from their master sword. I love Halo. Your hosts, Joel, Simon, Casey, and Ferg. So toss a coin to your Witcher and answer that call of duty. It's time to level up. This is the Discerning Gamer Podcast. Yes, it is. Scalfa and prepare to take a sonic arrow to your soundstone agates. This is the Discerning Gamer Podcast, and I am your host, Joel JB Fury, Bo Shane, back for another year to assault your ear holes with all the latest and greatest in gaming news. Uh, but as always, cannot do it alone. With me is uh, in no particular order. We've got the PC Gamer, the Sultan of Steam. He's always got room for a bit of Christmas pud. It's uh, Fergus <laughs> Fergamon Hamilton. Welcome to the show, Fergus. G'day, JB. How are you, mate? Yeah. Merry um, Christmas. Happy yeah, New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you too, mate. Also with us, we've got the gaming chef, the Earl of Emotional Damage. Uh, he had absolutely no idea there would be custard available for the Chrissy Pud. It's Simon Steely <laughs> McLaughlin. Welcome to the show, Steely. <laughs> oh, you know how much I like a bit of custard and how wonderful it is to be back for a brand new year. My New Year's resolution this year is to not give in to the hype on any new Assassin's Creed news and <laughs> don't get roped in. Don't get roped into it, everyone. I'm not going to play any of them. Never, it's never going to do it ever again. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. Well, that's <laughs> all right. You've uh, you've always got uh, skull and bones coming up to uh, keep <laughs> you that's my keep New you Year's busy. Resolution. No Ubisoft games. <laughs> Finally, uh, with us, we've got the Nintendo Queen. Uh, she believes we should leave the Christmas put out and quote see what happens. It's a Pistol Pete herself. <laughs> Uh, bloody pisty, Casey C Mac McLaughlin. Welcome to the show, C Mac. Thank you, Joel. It's a bit late on the pistols there. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's going on? You, Where's you, the quick draw? Yeah, you, you, were you half asleep with the old uh, draw? On yeah, there? I'm a bit half asleep. Don't you worry. Are you in the wild, wild west? You're dead. Yeah. Well and truly. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, just to just to kick things off uh, for the new year. Um, uh, I'll, I'll pose a question to the the DG crew. Do you ever do something weird and then wonder yourself, why do I do that? Like uh, like putting your finger in your own belly button and then smelling it afterwards. Well, I thought it would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be fun to buy and try out Goat Simulator Three. Is that so, out? Yeah, yeah, it was out and and went on sale almost immediately, immediately. over the uh, Christmas break. So uh, yeah, I. Um, I pulled the trigger on it. Don't know mm. why, but uh, but you know it's just one of those things. Um, and I thought I'd just share a few uh, first impressions with the DG crew. So um, the opening of the game starts out a bit like Skyrim, with your goat being transported in the back of a Ute, slowly <laughs> sort of uh, you know moving towards a farm. It felt very Skyrim. I don't know if they were sort of nice. trying to parody that necessarily, but uh, um, yeah, once you. You get to like your pen. Uh, your instructions are to sync with the goat tower, um, which I was like, okay. And there's like this tower poking up out the ground, and you go up to it and you press triangle to sync with it, and it it like extends out the ground. You go inside. There's all this medieval shit in there. <laughs> you got to break one of the goat seals on the door, and then like after that, you basically just. You get let loose on the world. You start headbutting people, licking people, and dragging them around with your goat tongue, uh, hijacking cars GTA style, uh, grinding on power lines, catching on fire, and then setting everything else on fire around you. Or uh, my kid's favourite, dressing up as Santa goat and firing wrapping paper at people and cars and wrapping them into a present. So, uh, yeah. Um, in the words oh, of that. Jim Downey from the movie Billy Madison, 
Everyone in the room is now dumber for having played Goat Simulator 3. I award it no points and may God have mercy on its soul. Uh, on the flip side, uh, downloaded and pumped a few hours into Cult of the Lamb, which mm. is both creepy and cute all rolled into one and actually a really fun game. So uh, check it out if you haven't... Um, if you haven't had a look at Cult of the Lamb. So. Yeah, that gained, gained a bit of a following last year, didn't it? A lot of people sort of love that game and put it in their shortlist for Game of the Year. Not one that I've played. I don't know if you, Simon and Casey, played Cult of the Lamb, but it was very well received last well, year. I, I refuse to play any wool-growing games, games that involve <laughs> wool or goats. Uh, just a quick question on Goat Simulator, though, Joel. Uh, mm. Do you get to eat people's T-shirts in that game? Quite possibly, I I haven't uh, haven't actually seen that yet. Um, Fuck but... how much have you played, mate? To- two minutes. Where's the body? Uh... I want to know if you can eat a t-shirt. Well, yeah, is... it's quite possible. It's not quite possible. Simulation. Um, Fuck, not off to a good start, mate. You can oh, you can ragdoll and uh, <laughs> let you let your goat just sort of flop around and roll around on the ground. Uh, you can walk through pig shit and uh, mm. make your goat stink. And then mm-hmm. walk past people who comment on how much you stink. Um, it's, it's... And this game sounds like it's got it all. Have you played it enough to give it a discerning gamer score, JB, out of ten? Oh, I'm trying. Look. I'm trying to pick the vibe up here. Whether you really enjoyed this or you hated it, I'm look, not too I'd, sure. I'd give it a five. Five In discerning gamers out of ten. <laughs> it's not. Wow. It's not unplayable, but it's not far from. A bit of cheap fun. Uh, the kids, the kids seem to think it's hilarious, so that that gives me enough amusement to not completely give it a zero out of ten. So uh, hey, you, you know, wouldn't, you wouldn't say that it's all bad. Well, no, I wouldn't. Thanks, uh, thanks, Pisty. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, um, Ferg, I'm going to throw over to you now uh, for some news on a challenge that you've set yourself for 2023 tell us about it i'll tell you all about it jb you know it's we've we're into the new year it's 2023 everyone's getting their uh you know new year's resolutions in and and i've got one for myself a bit of a challenge i'm going to set myself for 2023 now something i mulled on the last couple of months um so what i'm going to do is i'm going to let you know what the challenge is and then I'm going to sort of go into why I'm doing this and and maybe some rules. And then if anyone's got any uh, comments or questions, I'll open it to the floor. So my challenge for 2023, my gaming challenge is I'm going to go the whole year, 2023, and I'm not going to spend any of my own money on video games. Uh, okay. That's not even possible. Right. So before I get into how I'm going to manage to do that, I'll start with why. You need a wife for everything you do. So okay. crunching the numbers, and I think I talked about this last year, I sort of had this ratio going where if I spent, say, $50 on a game, I'd like to get 50 hours of game time out of it. That's so a bit of a, an which, hour played for an hour spent. Optimistic, considering optimistic. Most, most games are <clears throat> not giving you more than about 30 hours worth of uh, this is true. gameplay. As, but- and this is true. I mean, you can get some really good games and you can spend 50 bucks, 80 bucks on them, and they actually might be done in... 15 20 hours and they're still amazing but as a general rule of thumb i like to work to one one dollar spent for one hour played and that i use that for justifying whether i'm going to drop 80 bucks on a new game or whether i'll get something on sale so anyway being a um an absolute nerd when it comes to data and excel spreadsheets and all this sort of stuff i've got an excel spreadsheet which has been keeping track of this ratio for about the last maybe five years. So every time I buy a game, I jot down how much it costs. And every once in a while, if I've played hours, I basically fill it in this spreadsheet. And you get an hour, you get a bit of a ratio going. And the main reason for me wanting to do this challenge this year is that looking at my Excel spreadsheet, I am, I've got, what is it? $742 in the negative on games that I have bought and have not played. So being the PC gamer, I was having a look. So last year's Steam sale, I think I bought $120 worth of games. And I think that was like 15 games. Haven't played any of them. Haven't played one. Mm. And so I'm looking at it. And so this year, I'm going to start going through my back catalog before it gets any bigger. I'm going to start putting some hours into some of these games. So that's 
that's the main reason why I'm doing it. I've got so many unplayed games and good games that I haven't played. Um, the other thing that I sort of discovered or uncovered or realized last year is that with PlayStation Plus, there are so many fantastic PlayStation games exclusives that I haven't played. We're talking The Last of Us, Uncharted, all these games, um, you know, even the first God of War game I've played like 30 minutes of. So I've got all of these games as well, which are available for free as part of that subscription mm. that I've got to get around to playing. So, And they're, they're definitely worth absolutely. Um, having to play because, uh, fuck me, some of those games really define PlayStation now. Like, uh, you know, when the, their logo comes up with the, the triangle, the circle, the square and the X, you know, like you see certain characters reflected in the in the sort of symbols as they're yeah, coming yeah, up yeah. on the screen and you've got, you know, your Aloy from Horizon, God of you know, you've got Kratos from God of War, like I think Nathan Drake shows up in one of them from Uncharted. So, you know, all of these are, you know, very much sort of yeah, massive characters, massive franchises for for Sony Interactive Entertainment. So you you gotta you gotta okay. catch up on some of that. Absolutely. So that's what 2023 is going to be for me. There are some games coming out this year, which I'll discuss in a second, which I'm going to play this year. But it's really to get around to playing all the games I've bought and I've never put any time into, as well as catching up on some of the classics, which I just, as a gamer, need to play. Like, So that's that's the reason why. Now, how am I going to do this? Because it seems maybe like it's going to be a bit difficult. So some rules. So the first one is if I obtain Steam vouchers through birthday and through Christmas and stuff like that. <laughs> that money doesn't count towards... That's basically money that I can use to buy new games with. So, yeah, I'm fair. luckily enough, I'm starting the year with a $100 Steam voucher. So, I'm $100 what? in the plus that I can spend in 2023. What? But if I somehow acquire any throughout the year, that's obviously is money I can, I can spend. Now, the other loophole which I've set up for myself is any games that I pre-ordered in 2022 that are coming out in 2023 don't count. Okay, well. So the big one, and there's only one, and that's Hogwarts Legacy. So I've already pre-ordered Hogwarts oh, Legacy yeah. and, pay- yeah. and paid for it. So that one... Good loophole. A great loophole, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I've I've now been uh, gifted a pre-order for that for Christmas. So uh, I haven't either. really, really hanging out for so that So I don't one. have to worry about that one. Um, and the other one is, obviously, I mentioned just previously, PlayStation Plus Plus deluxe or premium or whatever i think i'll probably get deluxe doesn't count either so um i can pay for that that's an annual subscription and i can just play those games for free so So it's a subscription not a game purchase that's correct so that's basically the rules um there's probably only one game that i'll desperately want to play at the moment in 2023 and that's going to be starfield so i'll have to buy that one please but it's probably not going to leave much wiggle room for anything else so that's that's my challenge and my goal for this year, J- year mm. JB, is to get through the back catalogue and get over to PlayStation and rip through some of their uh, iconic games, which I haven't gotten around to playing. I've well, got no excuse be, now. You'll be a more complete human being for, for that experience. I'll uh, Absolutely. Just put that out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's my challenge for 2023. All right. Well, I am going to spend money on games I was going to say, year. anyone want to join me? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, I mean... Uh, <laughs> over the, over the Christmas break, I, I picked up a couple of games in the mm-hmm. in the the New Year's sales. Picked up Gran Turismo Seven that went on sale, so uh, got that, and I'm gonna gonna have a bit of a play through that now, and just uh, yeah, see what that's like. I, I yeah. did enjoy some of the older <clears throat> ones. It's I think it gets a little bit boring at times, you know, as racing games do. They're a bit repetitive, especially if you've got to do license tests mm-hmm. and all that. But I do like the the customizing that you can do of, of vehicles and stuff and the, the fucking graphics on it just look incredible. Like they're they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I've I've got a few few in the back pocket that I need to sort of uh play through as well. But uh um yeah I'm hoping to sort of catch up on that while I'm away mm-hmm. uh, for my next work trip and uh, I've got the new backbone one for my, my phone so I can uh, do some uh, PS remote play uh, with that which it's an amazing little accessory, actually, uh, just uh, FYI. Mm. Um, yeah. The other note I'll quickly make is I did the Steam winter sales on at the moment, so I did buy a few games in the last couple of weeks leading up to New Year's. So I've got a bit of a... <laughs> this is a pre-challenge, though. <laughs> this is, it's all pre-challenge, so I think, yeah. 
C-Max, right, I'm set. I think I won't have any issues finding something to play this year, but... Why yeah. do I get the feeling that if you'd participated in No Nut November, you would have uh, <laughs> blown your load in the first yeah, that's uh, it. five <laughs> minutes? It, it would have been a busy October, JB. Yeah, it would have been a busy, busy <laughs> November, November one. <laughs> anyway, anyway, oh, well, so like peanuts or macadamias or what? What kind of uh, walnuts? <laughs> yeah. Well, does that include Snickers as well? Can't eat a Snickers or? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Simo. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, let's wait. Adding to the conversation as always. Oh, yeah. I'm charging through. Well, on that note, uh, thanks, Ferg. I'm going to throw over to Simo now, who is going to cover some fucking Sonic Frontiers news once again. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, dickhead alert! <laughs> okay, Jesus. Um, well, fuck, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, if you haven't, wake up. Uh, wake up, Australia. You know, they're only using us um, as people to, to uh, as entertainers to divert you from what's really happening. Anyway, um... Uh, Sonic Frontiers coming at you. Look, I finished the game now. I'm very pleased to say that. Um, had an absolutely wonderful time playing it um the story was a piece of shit uh ended badly um a lot of people are saying that as well online i've gone and looked up so it, it just it was a very weird ending but well is, is it that it was a, is it that it was a weird ending or is it as as in the words of sega sammy group you just don't understand the, you just don't <laughs> no. understand it hey <laughs> no, it was just, it was a very, um, it just kind of felt like it happened, you know, it, 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 and without spoiling it for anyone that might end up playing the game at some point um, and that listens to the podcast, um, <laughs> look, it, it just kind of, it came up very quickly. Uh, it was just a really weird, yeah, really weird finale. It, it, the pacing was a bit wrong, but having said that, there are some really interesting things in the pipelines for Sonic Frontiers. We are getting a 2023 content roadmap for anyone that hasn't seen it yet. This has been uh, live and available for people to look at for a couple of weeks now, but I want to I want to just give everyone the juice on it um, because well, it has got the juice in there. So update one, pass. right into it. Um, <laughs> look. Um, Look, there's a uh, update one. There's three updates. Uh, update one, they're going to make available a jukebox. So you can listen to the music of Sonic Frontiers. Don't know why you want to do that, but you can. Um, wow. There will also uh, be photo exciting. mode. So, yeah, no. uh, there will also be a photo mode, everyone. So, uh, a, you know, a Sonic game in 2023 is going to be finally getting um, next generation features like a photo mode. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, shit, shit. Coming up, um, Sonic Frontiers photo mode. <laughs> There's going to be some new challenge modes as well in that first update as well. So it looks like um, it might even include a boss rush mode and a couple of other challenges for some cyberspace levels, which I um, am pleased to report did get a little bit better as the game went on. I was going to say, uh, didn't you actually... say they, they sucked those cyberspace levels? Yeah. Like... You know what? The first, I think, five or six, maybe ten of them that I played, and I, I did not like it all. Like that, it just and it was funny because I was sitting there going, "This is just all levels from levels that I've played before." Then later on, some of the levels that were reused, most likely, actually fit really well into the context of the game and changed things up a bit. And the some of the challenges in there were quite interesting and fun. And there was multiple pathways you could take in order to you know, collect all the collectibles in the level. And I was just like, oh, wow, fuck me. That's really cool. Um, but it just didn't do it enough, you know? And so I, um, I, I'm i up for new challenges, you know, whatever. I, I had so much fun playing the game. I'm chill with that. Uh, but update two, everyone. Listen to this. It's going to be Sonic's birthday. Mm. Um, that's all it says. So who knows? Maybe for everyone sticking around, they'll send out a fucking cake to everybody. <laughs> Sega Sammy Group does like their cake. I've heard it. It's the Bloomberg article on it at one point. Um, that's not true. Uh, so the, there's also going to be an open zone challenge. It looks like it'll be some sort of time attack thing that will be 
pumped into the open zone somewhere. Um, oh, well, let's just say open world and stop being wankers, calling it open zone, why don't we? Um, and there will be new Coco. I don't really give a shit about the Coco, so that doesn't bother me. But my favorite one that's coming up right now, everyone, it's update three. So get ready to lick this. Um, new playable characters for the first Surely time since... Jesus. You know, for, in a in a mainline Sonic game since bloody Sonic 06, I reckon. Um, and I'm just licking it at the bit for this. I've, I'm all system charged. My my tongue is getting wet thinking about it. Oh my, God. my glands are perspirating. <laughs> wow. Label wow. characters, it looks like you're going to be able to play as Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. And there will be a new story as well that comes along with that. And so, hang, get hang this, on. Simo, Simo. Just, just yeah. hit the pause button for a sec. All right, pause so Sonic's, Sonic's gimmick is he's super fast. Mm. Tails' gimmick, yeah, he can fly. Knuckles' gimmick, yeah. he can punch shit and cling onto walls. What yeah. the fuck does Amy do? I'll give you gonorrhea if you take it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, God. No, God. Uh, is this um paid DLC, Simo, or is this just free rollout to those who have the this, game? this, Ferg. You can fit this into your fucking plan this year, Ferg, because this is free. It's coming to you free. No extra nice. charge. All of it. Free, paid by Sega Sammy Group. They've given it, given back to the fans for buying the game. And nice. It's free, everyone. Gold, please. Nice. Isn't that amazing, though? It's a fairly substantial uh, DLC roadmap, including new playable characters which mm. i'm just frothing for and a bit of a new story and it's all free i mean when has that happened in recent times that you can get a, a, a an up you know a free update kind of thing like that that you don't have to pay for mm. um really plussed about that so well done and then i'd like to know how my balls taste oh my god um yeah, no, nah, very, very good anyway. So um, you can stop being a prick about Sonic Frontiers until you play it, JB. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just remind us again, Simon. You gave this a, a decent score in last year, wasn't it? What, seven you, and a half. Seven and a half, yeah. So you had a lot of fun with this one. It's, uh -huh. it's a return to form, I think, from what I'm hearing. And um, I'm pumped is it though, or is it, they do next. Or is it just slightly better form than uh, than their previous no. entry? Do you know what's funny? It, when I started playing this, I started playing it thinking I was going to hate it. And as I kept playing it, I was like, oh, fuck, I really like this game. And I didn't want to like it. I actually wanted to not like it because I didn't I didn't think almost because of the whole marketing campaign and everything else and because all the other games before it for the last 10 years have been shit house, and I didn't want to like it. I just wanted to think, nah, Sonic's in the bin now, but I have to play it to know and I'm going to return it tomorrow. But fuck, it's really fun to play. There's just mm. something that's it's it's incredibly fun to zoom around that open world and join bits and pieces together um, as you go. That the puzzles in it are shit out, and there's bits in it that are just kind of like you know almost superfluous. Don't have to be there. Like I was saying, some the puzzles itself and the the cyberspace levels that are all reused and rehashed and. I mean, the the bad cut scenes and all that kind of stuff. Like, there is a lot of flaws in it, but I think that as a foundation, this is really going to set the way for Sonic Team to do much better things in the future, just as long as they don't fuck with it too much and they actually improve on all of the things that are working with it um, and maybe implement a lot of the open zone stuff into more environmental platforming that makes sense, that isn't just you know, random shit in the world. Mm. But yeah, so Sonic Frontiers, um, fucking lick it. It's good. Nice. Nice work, Sega. Oh. <laughs> well done, Sega. <laughs> They're saying it's going to be the biggest biggest year for Sonic in 2023 in the history of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, yeah. Shut up and take my everyone. money! Well, <laughs> yum. Not Fergs. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. No, no one's taking Fergs. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Simo. Uh, thank you for the uh, for the news. More news on Sonic Frontiers. It's, uh, oh. it's nice. I'm sure sure we've got at least one listener out there who appreciates uh, the the constant updates. Um, <laughs> Tell me this, Joel. Have you played God of War Ragnarok yet? 
I'm I'm a lot further through it than what I was last time I spoke to you. But okay, well, come it up your guts then until you finish it. Right? <laughs> oh my god! Um, I tell you, I tell you, without again, without spoiling anything, because I, I still don't feel like we're far enough away no, from the uh, from the release to to sort of officially spoil any of the story uh, elements of that game. Fuck, I'm having a good time with it. Mm. Like mm. seriously. Like the the like there were certain things that I had been told about it, like in, t- in terms of gameplay that I knew were going to be part of it, but they've taken that and then just expanded it and expanded it, and it already like yeah, it's just blowing my mind how how far um, Santa Monica have taken the 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 original formula from 2018. And just going, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you could do this and this and this? And they've just fucking thrown all this sh- extra shit in there. And it's all just it like better. fucking gold. Like oh, it is right. so good. So yeah, I looked it at... It's better and better. I looked at my official save game hours played and I'm around the 19-hour mark in total now. So still, I'm still grinding away to try and get up there, but I'm... I've I've decided fuck all the side missions now. I'm just I'm just mainlining the. Uh, That's exactly what we did. The story because <laughs> we got uh, to a point where we're like it's too much. I'm just like oh for fuck's sake you know they're like oh you know what if we you know went over to this special gate and spoke to this person I'm like no how about we fucking don't and I oh, just. <laughs> I'll just get on with the main story, like seriously. Yeah, <laughs> like... and at the end of the day, we didn't we didn't do all of them either, and it didn't affect the end for us. Like, no. Yeah. But the, what you'll realize is that going back and doing some of those side missions will make a lot of the later game a lot better because the rewards in those side missions are actually useful. You know, yeah. so do it's go back and do are. them, and there are some good little stories to be told there that do tie into parts of the story later on as well. <clears throat> Uh, like with True. Mimir and stuff like that. So I mean, just just get in there and do a couple of them. And, and yeah, I'm. I'm we were, we were the, no, we were the same as you, Joel. We got to a yeah. point where we were just like, nah, Can't we just need to keep. We just need to move on because I, I I was getting too bored with it. Um, well, it's, <laughs> as much it's, as I love the game, it's not even that. I can't play it when the kids are around because it's as gory as all fuck. No. Um, and no, so the kids are away this week, so I'm just I'm just smashing through it as much oh, as I possibly can. Yeah, nice. Just cramming it in every single night after work, in the hope that I can finish it. And then what? God I won't of War be... or something else? Yes, God <laughs> of War, Simon. Uh, and I, I just want to get to the end of it so that then nothing can spoil it for me. Um, mm. And then if I yeah. if I'm really that concerned, I'll go back and do some of the side missions later on. We started I'm... to go back and start doing some side missions when we finished it, and we sort of like meh. Like yeah, it's... I think when you're done, you're done. You know. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And and there's a new. It's great that there's um, a post game, but when you're done, you're done. There's a new DLC coming out for Horizon Forbidden West: um, Burning Ooh. Shores, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, I think that comes out in in a month or two. Um, nice. I don't have the exact date in front of me, but um, even that, I'm thinking, oh yeah, no, that'll be cool to go back to Forbidden West and and do yeah. the next. Sort of part of that story because that was that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I've I've only got so much time to to grind these mm. things out, and yeah, just uh, fuck, it's burning a lot of time. It's mm. <sighs> me trying to burp, everyone. Sorry. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> Simo, uh, I'm going to throw 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 the throw the discussion over to uh, Pisty. Wow. Um, to uh, pick up on some Pokemon controversy. Yes, this was um what I was going to talk about last year. So I don't know if it's a little bit out of date. No, nah, still ongoing. Still ongoing. Bloody Pokemon. It's not this bloody you. woman Pokemon from Bayonetta Scarlet. three again, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, okay, well, um, just as well. Scarlet uh... and Violet. <laughs> so, sorry, now, my bloody my bloody soundbite for her is still. It, well, no, we're not. I've I've clicked a soundbite for it, and it's it's buffering. It's taking oh, no. ages for it to. Uh... Oh, oh, there we go. There it is. Gave her the uh, the Wii U horn. First one for twenty twenty three. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, Casey. Go, <laughs> please proceed. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I'll tell you my really cool story about Pokemon. So, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came out on November 18th last year, and it was apparently the biggest launch ever, selling over 10 million copies worldwide. And apparently, it is well, Nintendo's biggest is launch. 
That's right. <laughs> and apparently it's Nintendo's biggest launch of all time across all of its consoles. Can you believe that? That's insane. Yeah. For this very awesome game. Um, in saying this, many players have encountered countless issues with the game, ranging from shortcomings with frame rates, um, oh, no. terrible graphic graphics pop-ins, clipping. They've cyberpunked it, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Terror um Pokeballs making scenery disappear when you use them. And yeah, apparently Pokemon Scarlet and Violet have become the worst reviewed games of the entire Pokemon series. Mm. So naturally, many players are demanding refunds with lots of people successful. So Reddit user Hot Dog Daddy. Oh, oh well, if the daddy says so, then uh... the hot dog daddy says so. He uh, he's a he's a success story, a refund success story. He says, "I got a refund from the eShop last night of Violet after feeling the game is not in a state I feel acceptable for a AAA release." The rep actually told me that given the situation regarding the state of the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, she would elevate my case to ensure the refund was approved, and it was approved one hour later. So someone replied to Hot Dog and said, Mr. Hot Dog, um, <laughs> welcome to the refund team, came a reply. Honestly, it sucks to have even have to do this, but we are actually potentially making some decent backlash. Maybe we will get a decent patch and updates, in which case I'll buy the game used. Until then, um, until then, never will I ever buy a Pokemon game unless it's actually AAA tier. So, yeah, that's what how I left it last year. And Simon has mentioned since then, Game Freak has come out with um, a patch and the patch notes, I don't know, they're pretty less, desire- less to be desired, isn't it? Oh. So I've got like, um, oh, this ranked battles thing. It doesn't actually talk about the in-game problems, but um, hang on, where we go? Issue has been fixed that caused the music not to play correctly during battles. Um. <laughs> And other select bug fixes have been made. Now yeah. tell me, <laughs> now tell me that these fuckers aren't just sitting there going, "We have where this is completely fucked. We can't even fix this." Yeah, but like that's not what, sure. You don't just say that the music's not playing, and other select bug fixes have been made. You go into detail because that's what people want to know. I want to buy this game if this has been fixed. And so, yeah, anyway, can I cast what? What's the name of your character? In this game, are you, are you playing as Ash Ketchum or who? Who are you? Who, no. Who's the the You're player playing character? as whoever you want to. You just name your own player. You Is either play as a boy or a girl. We don't have it, by the yeah, way. Yeah, okay. Because no. uh, I I did uh, I did hear about a particular bug that caused uh, uh, an odd uh, sound effect slash music to play uh, uh, when the the <laughs> player was having a, a random encounter uh, in a field yeah. <laughs> uh, for a grass type Pokemon and. Uh, yeah. I'd like to to share this uh, sound effect with you all nice. now. Uh, yes, so so this is this is uh, one of the players playing <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet as he's encountered a Rattata in a field. Wake up, mommy! I just pissed the bed. <laughs> mm. uh, How did Nintendo it's... get it so wrong? Mm. It's it's unusual. I mean, for. You think about games that are launched in buggy states and broken and, you know, cyberpunk and stuff. It's always PC games. It's occasionally console games. Never never on the Switch. Typically, the release of these games are very, very well done, very polished. And then, let alone a Pokemon game. Like, I couldn't even name a Switch game or a Nintendo game that I've ever played that's been buggy, let alone a Pokemon game that's had any kind of issues. So... Yeah, it's interesting that they sort of dropped the ball on this one. Um, yeah, and they're actually issuing refunds, so they must know there's something up. Nintendo <laughs> did come out and issue an apology about it as well, saying that it's not, oh, you know, it's not okay, and that they want to make things right. But at the end of the day, it keeps happening. Fucking Game Freak and Pokemon Company are just sitting up there, basically with a license to print money with this, and they've gone and released two large, ambitious Pokemon games in the same year. One being Arceus and the other one being Scarlet and Violet, obviously with two different, you know, two different games basically. So fuck, that's basically three or two and a half games. And I'm I just don't understand in what point of this 
cycle that they had planned for both of these games that they thought it would even be appropriate. I mean, even Arceus does not run great. It is not a very particularly nice game to look at. It is very bland and not much in there. And now they've basically just done it again, but worse. And they've made it look like it's meant to be even better. And this is the thing that bugs me is that these people have enough money that they could just put out a fucking good game. But for some reason, they've decided to just shit on everyone. And then there are a a whole bunch of people as well that will defend this game till the cows come home saying, oh, but like, it doesn't matter that it's buggy. Like, it's so much fun. It's like, fuck me. If, If Sonic Frontiers, I was clipping through the ground every time I'm running around. And even though I'm having fun, I'll be like, no, fuck me. I'm not playing that. I'm taking it back and they can suck my balls and <laughs> give me back my money emotional <laughs> damage well look in a in a rare uh, two for one uh, special uh, I, I I'm hearing your concerns and and I I actually share these concerns about these Pokemon games and so I approached uh, the head of the Pokemon <laughs> company uh, with with some hard-hitting wow. questions uh, because I, I wanted some answers what's his name Joel uh, he's uh, Mr. Mr. Pikachu, um, and uh, anyway, I I, uh, I went went and spoke to him, and I and I said to him, look, uh, look, mate, this this just isn't good enough. Uh, your fans, everyone's disappointed. Um, what have you guys got to say for yourself uh, with with the state of the the release of these new Pokemon games? And uh, I'd like to play his uh, his response for you now. Um, any any minute now. It's. Uh... I love gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's go. So there you have it. <clears throat> do we think? There we go. Do we think it's um, you know, all these issues. Do we think it's the Pokemon? Are they gonna? Are they take a hundred percent of the blame, or do we think they're trying to do something which is now beyond the hardware capability of the Switch? Are we at a? Cool bit of a crossroads with what the switch can handle and and put out or do we just think they just you know printed let me let me put this to you ferg yep they got the witcher 3 running on fucking nintendo switch (laughs) if they can do that fuck fuck me they can put some little pokedons running on fucking (laughs) nintendo switch as well (laughs) and not make it look like somebody just shat themselves in the middle of rundle mall licked the balls and died okay oh my God. <laughs> not good enough that the switch hardware is old it needs to be updated yeah we cannot see the balls hard. hardware doing their job properly that's fair um look i i think I, i'm gonna throw throw an opinion out there on on nintendo i think they've got a really good business model they're the family friendly you know game maker console maker all of that but if i if i was running nintendo i wouldn't change any aspect of that i'd still you know release my fucking mario tennis and my mario party and you know all those games because they're that's that is their niche that is where they make their money right so that that's great but what nintendo need to fucking get their act together on is they need to release hardware that is at least as good as what Sony and Xbox are releasing, because yeah. you don't need to put the same games on there. You know, no one's gonna, you know, be expecting Nintendo to be releasing a Cyberpunk or you know any of that. Like, still do your fucking Mario games and all all your little shit like that, <laughs> right? But just put it on some decent fucking hardware and make it so that that the hardware is good enough that it will still be decent for several years into the future. The Switch is really yeah. dated now, like, and it's it's it feels slow, it feels sluggish in an environment where we're all very much used to the the, the luxuries that come with next gen console gaming, with your ray tracing, you know, your sixty frames per second performance modes, um, all of that stuff, and mm. to to go back to playing the Switch after you've been playing PS Five or Xbox Series X or PC. It just feels like you're retro gaming now rather than playing, you know, something that's that's current. Mm. And well, let me put it this way, you're sucks. not playing the Nintendo Power anymore. What's that? I still got the power glove yeah, at not- home. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. 
Uh, my my next door neighbour had a Nintendo Power Glove. That was the most baffling accessory for the Nintendo Entertainment System ever to be released. But uh, <laughs> anyway, it's uh, probably uh, a discussion for another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really disappointing uh, news about Pokemon. But uh, hopefully, um, this will be the uh, the uh, CD Projekt Red esque wake up call that they need up their uh, pass into the ass. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks very much for that, Casey. So now we are going to throw over to our patented novelty segment. First one for 2023. And uh, Mr. Mr. McLaughlin, Mr. Simo, can you uh, take the reins on on this one and uh, let us all in on, on what we're doing this week? Well, I would have made a good Santa. I'm a little bit chubby at the moment. I'm jolly and I have a beard. You certainly so got an impressive sack. <laughs> um, oh, look, everyone. I, look, um, I, fucking hell. Um, so I really wanted to... Stop that laughing. It makes me laugh too. Sorry, Steely. Um, continue. So... No, that's all right. The Game Awards have been and gone, and what we were planning to do for the end of last year before the network cut us short and then they renewed us for a second season was to present to you at home, the listener, our discerning gamer, gamer of, uh, discerning gamer of the year uh, uh, award. And the way that... The, the way that we've come up with this, everyone, is we've basically gotten together a whole heap of the main categories of the Game Awards. Each of us has voted for what we think the winner's going to be, even though it's already been and 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 done and dusted down. And But what we've done is now figured out who's voted for the most winners and who the winner is of this year's Discerning Gamer of the Year. Are we ready to play? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. Gold, enthusiasm all in the room. I can feel it anyway. So, we're going to start from obviously the most obvious, uh, the very biggest award, uh, which was game of the year. Now, who voted for what? Tell me, Ferg, what was your vote, mate? I voted for Elden Ring, yeah, predictable. Elden Ring, yeah, okay. And what about you, uh, Ferg? I mean, uh, Joel, uh, God of War Ragnarok, that, that was an easy one for me, um. Fucking amazing game. Deserved it easy. Well, look at that. It's one point to Ferg thus far and zero to all of us. I know that Casey voted for God of War as well, didn't you, Casey? That's pretty much everything I voted for. But um, so Game of the Year went to Elden Ring. Well done, Ferg. One point on the board for Ferg. Can I get a ding for him, JB? Is that you something can. we can? Is that an easy one you got? Yeah. There we, I love a good ding. There yeah, I know you do. Um, Best Direction. Now, um. Who voted for what in best direction? The winner was Elden Ring. God of War. I voted for Elden Ring. Berg? Elden Ring. Oh, fuck a fuck. Yeah. Well um, done, Ferg. And what about you, JB? Oh, God of War again. Uh, I just... Look, I know for the people that love Elden Ring, it's an amazing game. Like, good on you, more power to you. But fuck me, the, the stuff in God of War Ragnarok move me more than like most movies that i'll watch so that whoever directed it was yeah just fucking did an amazing job in my opinion so yeah exactly he's a motherfucking beast in the words of christopher judge mm. um so we're going to move on to best narrative and this one you'll be excited about this one jb the best narrative the winner was god of war obviously yeah. now yeah. i voted for god of war myself um what about you jb <laughs> Yeah, God of War Ragnarok was was my pick as well, but I wanted to give a special mention to Horizon Forbidden yeah. West, um, which had an amazing narrative as well and really kept me hungry for more story. Like um, I thought uh, Guerrilla Games did a did a great job of uh, Horizon Forbidden West and the, the narrative that they were uh, running there as they did with Zero Dawn. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm going three of three. What about you, Ferg? Steely, I voted for God of War on this one. Jesus Woo. fucking wow. 
Um, you, it's almost like you knew the answers. Yeah, which ones to vote for? No, I'm I'm fair dinkum, JB. I'm fair bit dinkum. No, I trust that he's fair dinkum. I trust him. Best art direction, everyone. The winner was Elden Ring. Who voted? What What did you vote for, Fur? I voted for Elden Ring on this one as well. Well, fuck me. Charge up, fucking jeez. Um, Joel. I've actually said Horizon Forbidden West on this one, and. One of the best things about that game was just the beautiful environments, especially the way that they did the JB, JB. Yeah. We don't need your life story. We're going to be here all night if we do everything. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Did you do the whole 15 still? Or were you, you just picking and choosing? Yeah, well, no, I didn't do the eSports one. All oh, right, that's fair enough. The, the, <laughs> Keep going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't, I don't have a big, a big spiel about Jeez. all of them. I just wanted to call out the, the way that... They did right. the ocean in the Midwest. <laughs> I thought that that was no, amazing. That's great okay. ocean. I, I love that. Yeah, there's a good ocean. Yeah, and Casey, what did you vote for? Yeah, of course. Um, so best music, everyone. It was God of War. I voted for God of War. I did for most of my votes. Me too. Yep, I, I did Casey, God, God of War. God of War, Bing Ting. Bang. No, first Spelang. first incorrect you, first incorrect one for me. I voted for Elden Ring for best score on music. Uh. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I think I'm going to lose to you. So I'm glad that you lost that one. Best audio design, everyone. Oh, the thick hits of the axe of God of War have won again, everybody. What did we vote for? Ferg? Uh, Elden Ring. Um, just to change it up, I did Gran Turismo Bloody. 7. Mm. Yeah, on that one. So... Uh... Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I did God of War. Bang. And um, look, best performance. This is a clear winner. Mm. It's Chris yeah, Fitter. Ashley Birch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. You, I, you went for Ashley Birch. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually put Sonny Suljic as Atreus um, for this one because I thought his was amazing. Did you? Yeah. Yep, that's who I picked for this. Fucking hell, mate. But, uh, right, well, but uh, yeah, Christopher Judge won it, uh, didn't he? I'm not telling this clear. up very well. Sorry if it's wrong. Oh, I think you're doing all right. I don't know. Who'd you go first? Oh, I actually picked Christopher Judge on this one. Yeah, Ooh, equally deserving. Very, yeah, for sure. Equally deserving. Um, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, amazing. Um, look, games for impact, everyone. It was as dusk falls. Uh, I mm. did that purely because I had to pick one, and I don't know what. <laughs> You know? Oh man, I've lost my. I've lost my. Oh no, I haven't. No, I haven't. It's right there. Sorry, I lost the list. Um, but who did you pick? <laughs> Sorry, uh, who won? Casey for Games for Impact. Uh, that um. Wait. Oh no, it was it was as uh, as dusk falls, but I picked hindsight. Sorry, everybody. I picked as dusk falls. Oh bloody <laughs> point for you. Oh, oh sorry. Um. Wowza. Uh, who? Who? What was? What about you, Fer? Yeah, I, for I actually picked As Dust Falls as well. It was I think it was the only game on that list that nice. I played. Um, and yeah, shout out to As Dust I Falls. That was might. actually a really solid game. And as far as impact, um, yeah, that game was actually fantastic. So it was good to see that that actually picked up an award. So kudos to the As Dust Fall teams. Yeah. And for me, no, I, no idea. I haven't fucking played any game on that list. So uh... <laughs> yeah. So. Mate, you could have just chucked in a fucking vote, mate. Oh, I, didn't well. play, I haven't played anything but God of War, really. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, all right, as dust falls then. All right, yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Nice work, JB. Thanks. No, yes, yeah. Put, nah, you're, you're stuck on two, No points Joel. for you, mate. Go get in the bin. Yeah. Uh, best ongoing. we got Final Fantasy. I'm just going to say XIV because my Roman numerals suck it badly. <laughs> so best ongoing was Final Fantasy. I voted for Fortnite. What did you vote for, Casey? Fortnite. Bloody... Fair. Yeah, I was Fortnite as well. Um, and I, the reason I voted for Fortnite, again, very quickly, was the, the no build mode was one of the best oh, things they've done in that world for a very long time. And it really sucked me back in. There was a few months there yeah. I was playing Fortnite flat out and just having a great time. So that's why I voted for it. Yeah, again, haven't played any fucking games on that list, but I'll say Fortnite. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> we all... Oh, bloody. That's not right. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's Final Fantasy, so lick that before you slip it. Um, the best, 
Best indie title. The one that won was Stray. I voted for Stray. I what got about Stray you? Too. Yeah. Bloody what a game. Yeah, Jamie. I've I've actually picked Cold of the Lamb on this one because uh, I yeah uh, I thought that was that was fucking excellent, but uh, that was probably fucking wrong as well. Stray Stray for me too. Nice. And it was Stray. Well done, every, everyone that picked Stray. Uh, which was all of us except for, well, we all voted for cats and you voted for a lamb, JB. So well yeah, well, I quite enjoy lamb. You like lamb, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what voice that was meant to be. Um, best mobile game. I just, I've seen that this game did really well this year. So I voted for Marvel Snap and it did do very, very well because it won. Oh. So who else voted for Marvel Snap? No. Not me. No. I said Diablo Immortal. Yeah, so did, um, so did I. Because I, I thought I, I might actually too. thought I might actually try that out. I don't think Diablo Two was on that list, uh, C Mac. But uh, <laughs> um, is that a joke, JB? Yeah, or? it was. That was very, very good, very good, JB. <laughs> oh, I got was, it. Well sorry, done, fantastic. That was good. <laughs> that was quicker than Pistol's uh, Pisty's bloody quick draw at the start of the show. Yeah, I know. Um, very good. Uh, best community support. Look, I voted for Fortnite and it was Final Fantasy again. What did you vote for, Casey? Fortnite. Of course you did. Best Bird? communities. Yeah. Destiny 2. Didn't win. Destiny 2. Best community. about you, JB? Uh, who fucking cares? That is. Fuck the community and their wow. support. Anyway. Wow. Unless you're a listener Somebody's of the dissenting, they're only on bloody two points. Aren't unless they? you're a listener of the dissenting <laughs> game of podcast, in which case we, we love you. <laughs> innovation in accessibility, everyone. And God of War won. What did you vote for, Ferg? Yeah, God of War. Um. Oh shit. JB. Fucking, I can't even see where I'm on my list now. Um. Uh. Best. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, Innovation yeah. and accessibility, JB. Oh, I said The Last of Us Part 1 because that actually had some pretty good accessibility shit in it as well. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, congratulations, God of War. For, what about you? The bloody I God of War as well. Sweeping the fuck out of the it's whole lot. played. It's very Best deserving. VR game, everyone. I only picked this one because it's got my nephew's name in it. It's Moss Book 2. <laughs> Players well. with a little mouse. <laughs> There you fucking go. Do they win? Yes. Oh, they won. <laughs> and I voted for it. So la 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 la. I, I voted among us. So yeah. yeah, I voted among us JB. as well. Yeah, I voted among us. Haven't played it in VR, but the original's fun as shit. So I thought, yeah, that would probably be, uh, be a good one. Suck it, guys. Family always wins, doesn't it? So anyway, best action game, everybody. Bayonetta 3 won. What did you mm. vote for, JB? Shredder's Revenge, of course. Um, Because it was fucking amazing. Oh. You know what? I thought that was going to win too. Yeah. Bayonetta 3. Too, but, Fuck off. Uh, I had to go Bayonetta. Nice. Is this with the with the, <laughs> the whinging voiceover artist or without? That's the game. No, without. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I voted for COD. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah. vote. Oh, good point. Casey? I did Call of Duty. Oh, bang, bang. Everybody loses on that one. Mm. Uh, part uh, best action adventure. I, of course, did God of War. Me too. Yeah, same. Joel? Yep, yep, win? God of Ferg? War. Actually, I picked Tunic because I wanted Tunic to God win something. But, yeah, I voted Tunic. Didn't win. Sweet Tunic Jesus. deserved to win something. Yeah, it no, wasn't in very many categories, I don't think. Yeah, I think that was oh. one of the very few categories that might have been huh? nominated for. Mm. Um, and then we're going to go for best role-playing game, everyone. Ferg, of course. Uh, Elden Ring. <clears throat> I said Pokemon Legends Arceus because I haven't played it, but I'm not saying Elden Ring because I get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife. I did Elden Ring. Yes, and Elden, Elden Ring did win, everyone. So it's a point to um, myself, Ferg, and um, and and my wife. Um, best fighting game. The winner was Multiverses. I voted for Sifu. Me too. What did I, you vote for, JB? What was the best know. fighting game this year? Well, I haven't fucking played any of them, so I wouldn't know. So uh, didn't, didn't vote for any of them. <laughs> I actually got that one correct. I voted for Multiverses. 
Good job. Oh, mate, well played, well played. Best family game, everyone. Kirby and the Forgotten Land took it away, and mm. well done, Kirby. It is a fucking stellar experience. I did the, however, vote for Mario plus Rabbit Sparks and Hope. Um, so uh, I did Kirby. Well nice. done. I, I said Lego Star Wars Luke? Skywalker Saga. That was uh, me. Um, that was a fucking great game as well. I'm pretty sure I asked Ferg, but that's right. That, <laughs> that was a fantastic game. I actually enjoyed and played this anyway. year, but I voted for Mario and Rabbits as well. Sparks of Hope. Shame! Bloody oath. Yeah. <laughs> um, best sim strategy game. Uh, look, I love the strategy in Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, and I voted for it. It won. What did you vote for, my love? Two-point campus. Well, <clears throat> unfortunately, no cigar. JB. Yeah, same two-point campus. Good game. But yeah, wrong. Berg. Yeah, I voted for two-point campus as well. Well. <laughs> Best sports, everyone. Gran Turismo 7-1. Oh. I voted for NBA 2K23 because I love my friend Ferg. Hmm. I actually Where got Gran Turismo 7 on that one. I uh, Yeah, well... Fuck me, got one nice of them week, correct. JB. So, uh... Is your name Ferg now, JB? Or... <laughs> Fuck off, Simon. I, I voted for same as, same as you, Steely. <laughs> I voted NBA 2K23, which is a game I bought and played a lot of this year, and I reckon it's a return to form in the series, that one. Um, didn't win this award, but I voted for it. Yeah, I'm just... You won? Yeah, you know what I'm finding out, Ferg? I follow Detroit Pistons and they're doing poorly in the NBA and I follow uh, what I thought it would be the game of the year for best sports and it's not winning as well. So I don't know if I should pick what you like anymore. That's it. Uh, my wife. Did anyone vote for that? I don't know. Nah. No? Okay. Uh, Joel did. Joel did. Yeah, yeah I, I voted for GT7. Oh, I love you, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> best multiplayer. Splatoon 3 won. Well done, Splatoon 3. I did oh, vote fuck. for Splatoon 3. My wife? Me too. Nice one. Ferg? Uh, I was Call of Duty. Yes. Yep. And, uh, what about you, JB? Same. I voted for COD as well. Where's it, guys? Well, <coughs> unfortunate. Uh, best indie debut. I went stray. I really, I almost went for Tunic and I thought, nah, no, I was going to go stray. Yeah, I went stray too. Yes. And what about, uh, what about the boys in the left? Yeah, stray, stray for me. Yep, awesome. yep. Oh, everyone went stray. Ding, ding, ding for everyone. Mm. Did it win? What if stray did win? Um, I, best, I, I best thought adaptation. It... Yeah, it was a great game. Sorry, I, I, I didn't think it should have got best debut indie and best indie. Like fucking hell, like give someone else a go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Mate, it was if that you'd good. Gotten on the bloody intranet and you'd done your voting. Well, then maybe you would have <laughs> shaped the shape of things. Oh, I heard it lost by one vote. So. <laughs> If you wow. want to make a difference, be a part of the change. Lost by one <laughs> Yeah. I made that up. Um, <laughs> best adaptation to a television series from a video game or a film. Um, I picked the Cuphead show, but uh, the winner was Arcane. I did Cuphead um, too. Get fucked. Uh, Arcane. Apparently it's amazing. <laughs> Well, so Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which is what what I guessed, because uh, there was a lot of uh, fucking well, hype over that this year. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh well, that can uh... pass okay. into the ice. <laughs> I picked Cyberpunk Edge Runners as well, which was a show that I watched all of it, and that was amazing, fantastic. Anyone that's played Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, go and watch Ed- Edge Runners. It's very, very good. A lot of cool tie-ins yep. to that show. The only problem is fantastic. it fucking glitches out halfway through. So. Uh... <laughs> Then you got to switch yeah, over to but... Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, a lot of buffering. It'll be fixed next year, JB. Oh, um, sweet. <laughs> uh, most anticipated game for 2023. Um, I voted for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and it won. What did you vote for, my darling? Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, very much anticipating. JB? Yeah, same. Legacy. Berg? I picked Starfield on this one. Uh Oh, bada bing, bada boom. Oh, this is well, the last one, I think, isn't it? You can it? all get fucked because yeah, we all know what the real answer is, don't we, C-Mac? Is... <laughs> oh, I love, oh, even just that. Don't get me wrong, I'm very hyped up for that as well. But, I mean, Not long I'm to go now, guys. Episode. We're well, about so a month I. away. Hmm. I went for what I thought would be the people's, what people would do. Best esports game, everyone. This is the last <laughs> one to determine our winner. Uh, the best esports game was voted, uh, was Valorant. 
I voted for Rocket League because, like Joel, with a lot of these, I haven't played any of them. So I did League of Legends. Oh, bloody. Berg? Yeah, I picked Dota 2. And uh, Dota on Dota. Yeah. I picked uh, Star Trek Online, which is still running, but it's not in. It was one. Wasn't one of the nominees. <laughs> the ball's hardened. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, it feels very awkward for me to do this, but I'd like to um, crown the very first ever discerning ga- the ignore the ignore inaugural the inaugural discerning gamer of the year is me simon steely <laughs> lick it before you slip it uh, no names congratulations right. what me boys like me that's right and, uh, <laughs> like, what what can i say uh, it's great to be the discerning gamer of the year. It means I have very good taste. I know what I like, and I um and I love you guys for being a part of this great little show that we do, where we get to all talk about games that we love uh, week to week. Sometimes every couple of weeks, because um, Joel has to kiss his arm muscles once a fortnight for some reason. Well, yeah. Um, so, I, so I came second. They're not going to kiss themselves on twelve points. Um, Ferg came third on 11 and Joel came last on five points. Oh, well, what does that say about your taste in games, JB? Or you just haven't played half of them, so you can oh. vote. You are fake Simon, news. Far out. Oh, I love you. I love you so much. But it's all fake news. For playing. It's phony stuff. It didn't now, happen. <laughs> now, what was yeah. everybody's? I want to throw it out to the table. What was everybody's personal game of the year last year? What are we all? What was the best game that we all played last year, regardless of the reviews and the hype? Hit me with it, JB. Well, as much as I love God of War Ragnarok, my favorite game of last year was a little sleeper hit that was recommended to me by Mister uh, Fergus Fergamon Hamilton. Did it in come out last Subnautica. year? Subnautica. <laughs> And that ended up being my favourite game of the year. So uh, what a fucking perler that game is. I think, did you have one that came out yeah, last year, JB? Are uh, we doing games that come out in 2022 or just the best game we played last year? I think it was, no, I'm pretty sure it was meant to be games that came out in 2023. But... Oh, well, oh, sorry, JB, do you have one of them as well? Um, yeah, in that case, yeah, Ragnarok uh, would uh, definitely be that one. I'm glad you love Subnautica. That was a game I really glad enjoyed, you enjoyed as well. Subnautica. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I fucking pumped a lot of hours into that um, after discovering it. So mm. yeah, it's nice. Cool. Yeah. Hit me, Ferk. Uh, well, before I tell my game of the year, I got a couple of honourable mentions that I wanted to chuck out there. The first one is one that we all played, um, and I think we all enjoyed. That was Stray. Stray, fantastic. Very a, a unique and engaging game. Short. But it was super cool. Loved the puzzles. And just that perspective from a cat, I just thought was fantastic. And the fact that with the PlayStation Plus, I think it was an extra tier. You could play it for free day one. What? That was just another tick. Um, the other honorable mention was the game that I probably played the most of, and that was Dinkum. Um, so that was one of the games I think I spent. I played about 70 hours, and it's been in the last few months. But that was the Stardew yes. Valley meets um, Animal Crossing mashup set in the australian environment it's australian themed which was made by an, an aussie bloke that game is so good um it's only an early access on pc but it's got heaps of content into it and it's just super polished and for 28 bucks can't go wrong that that was an unbelievable game um for my game of the year though not only was this the best game that i played in 2022 this might be one of the best games i've played in I don't know how long. Many, many years. I mean, I'm in my early 30s now. I've been playing games for about 25 years. And the amount of times that my jaw was on the floor and just the most... Just everything about this game was completely unique and refreshing, unlike anything I've seen before. I just cannot speak high enough about this game. And that's uh, Elden Ring. Um, Yeah. Combat, amazing. Insanely good. Um. It's got great horse mounted combat, which I just thought was great. 
probably the best open world game that I've played and experienced in I don't know how long. Just the most incredible open world. Um, it seemed like around every single corner there was something to look at, you know, fucking dragons, giants, you know, dragon carriages. Just the scenery was amazing. Castles, forests, like marshes, all sorts. Um, incredible boss battles, so incredibly clever. Every single boss was unique and interesting and varied. The level of depth of this game was just insane. Um, it was nominated for so many sound design awards because the sound was just incredible. You know, the voice acting was great. Just the change of sounds as you'd go through different environments in and out of combat was unbelievable. And probably what I liked most about this game is that it was so refreshing because it does not... And maybe this is one of the things that people struggle a bit with, but it is not a game that holds your hand. So you just get chucked into a world with very little guidance there's a very loose you know you need to go this way but you can just do whatever you want you're just exploring you, there's multiple routes to different objectives and i just spent hours just running around just looking at stuff because it was that good so yeah hands down not only my favorite game of 2022 but easily the best game that i've played in in the last i don't know how long i want to say a very long time elden ring unbelievable game Amazing. Now you made me want to fucking play it, sir. I don't even want to play it. You made me want to play it. The thing with Elden Ring, it's not a game that I'd recommend to everyone. I think it's game that not everyone's going to enjoy because it's very unforgiving. But just go and watch someone. Just watch some gameplay. If you look at that and you think it's interesting and it's just... It's a very different gaming experience to anything that I've ever played. This is really the first FromSoft game that I've ever played and it was just... It was... So good. I'd give it a million out of ten. Is that good? Wow. Mm. Wow. Guess you could say it's a monster show. Am I right? Throwback to 2022. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing game. Would you say it was a wop wipeout? What about you, Simo? What was your game? Your reaction. What was your uh, game? The... Hands down, God of War. Um, I've never cried so much in a video game in my life. And um, just amazing. I, I, I can't say anything more I've said about it that I haven't already said about it, except for that uh, it's just unparalleled for me. It's for one of the best stories I've seen in a game, film, or TV show, or otherwise in recent memory. I'm going to agree with Simon as well. I, I looked forward to every night when the kids finally shut their eyes and <laughs> laid down and slept. I just, yep, yeah, put it on, let's do it, because it was that's the thing I looked forward to most every day was playing it, and I loved it, every every part of it. It was great. Mm, certainly was, certainly was. Well, uh, as much as I'd love to keep going, that's about all we've got time for this week on The Discerning Gamer. I'd like to say a big thank you to Simon Steely McLaughlin. Thanks, Steely. Oh, thank you, Joel. I love being on the show. Uh, kiss it before you whip it. Thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, Casey C. Mac McLaughlin, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Joel. No worries. And last but not least, <laughs> Fergus Fergamon Hamilton. Dead. Thanks, JB. Always a pleasure, mate. And if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can find us on the socials uh, in our usual place. And uh, please leave us a five-star review if you're feeling generous. Uh, and we'll bloody see you next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs>